Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Casper-Cook, and uh, we are in a Good Stories, a Good Story in Michigan Avenue Media. And today we have a really good show, but I just want to say a few things about the coronavirus. I've been doing shows for 10 years, over 10 years already, and we've had a lot of bad things, but... As everybody knows, we have this virus out there, so I'm hoping everybody stays well, and those that are not well right now hope they get well, and uh, we're all with you here. So uh, good luck to everybody in all the states. And uh, we will be having other shows um, on the subject of that probably and some different shows. You know, hopefully we won't have to be talking about this that long, but it looks like we will be. And uh, today we're having a special show about authors who can help out parents out there who really are having a tough time now because their kids are home and they're not working and some of them are not sure if they have a job. So this is a troubling time, but we have kids out there. So that's what today's show is, and we have two guests joining me, and uh, one of them is not here. Another one is not here, Mikey Brooks, who's been on. He's an illustrator and author, and he's illustrated my books, and he's a great guy. And he will be helping us out with another show in a few weeks. And um, Elwin, she's been on also, and she is probably detained. I don't know what happened exactly. She said she would be on. But we have Marta Moran Bishop and Rich Linville, both of who's been on the show before. And Rich um, and Marta have a lot to say on this subject. So I think we're going to let them talk. And I am a author and the show host and producer of these shows for the last 11 years. And um, if there are any people out there who would like to be on the show and they have subjects they want to talk about, I will be adding shows if need be. So please reach me, you know, at uh, Michigan Avenue Media or Marsha Casper Cook. So you'll find me, and I'm happy to have you on because this is. I think this is going to be a while. So I, first of all, I am an author, so I meet a lot of people. So I have Rich Linville has started... Well, he did. I don't know. He'll tell you about how long it's been, but he has a group that is a great group of people that are writing children's books. Marta's in that also, and he keeps getting more and more children's authors. And um, I I should say one thing before, like Mikey Brooks is an illustrator, so if you want to uh, get in touch with him, it's MikeyBrooks.com. Well, it's actually, he's on here. I left it on my page. So it's inside... It's inside Mikey'sWorld.com, and he can help you with the illustrations. He's really good. And then we have Fidelity Publishing, which I use, and uh, Fidelity Publishing uh, will help you with your books. And there's also another person that has been on my show. She is um, the Magic Beans Bookstore, and it's an indie bookstore, and it's online. She'll be on again, Liat Regan. And so... um, I think that these are people that can help if you're out there and you want to write a book, So, uh, and they will help you, uh, especially Fidelity will work with you on children's books, and she, you can also use clip art, which I did at the beginning. So I mean, there's a, lot to, there's a lot of people out there that can help, and if you need any names, just give me a call. And also, Marta will be talking about O&P. They do, some, they do marketing for me, and she can talk about that too also. All right, so Rich, you have a book that is very timely right now. Tell everybody what you, you know, who you are and what you've been doing, and uh, then we'll bring Marta on. After enjoying teaching for over 48 years, 
I retired and my wife said, uh, call your grandkids and see what kind of books they like because you've been telling stories for 48 years, so you might as well write them. So thanks to my wife, I started started writing in 2016, and I've written over 137 books. I've published over 137 books, um, e-books, paperbacks, and I've published over 80 audio books. Um, I, I have a lot of fun doing it. I'm always thinking about three or four books at a time. But when I taught science, the kids were always fascinated by the virus because scientists don't know if a virus is alive or if it's dead because it doesn't fit the definition of of life in terms of how we define life. So we think it's a chemical leftover from RNA and DNA uh, from other cells that has that invades uh, living cells, plants and animals, and changes them to make more more viruses, and so it just simply replicates to be replicating. That's its its sole purpose is to keep replicating. Unfortunately, what it does is it can cause when it invades uh, living cells, is it damages them and causes um, uh, diseases, and so. Uh, I wrote this book, What is a Virus for Kids? Because I wanted them to be aware of of the what cells are and then how viruses affect those cells and then what they can do to protect them. Um, I like the World Health Organization has come up with um, five... Uh, let's see if I can get to it here on my book. Um, do the five from the World Health Organization to help stop the spread of virus. One is hands, wash them off often. Elbow, cough into your elbow. Face, don't touch your face unless you have a clean tissue and throw it into a trash can when you're done. Feet, stay more than three feet, one meter apart from other people. Now some people are saying six feet. And if you feel sick, stay home or see a doctor. So that's the World Health Organization. Uh, and also I talk in my book, about if you have an infection caused by a virus, you may have a runny nose, sore throat, cough, fever, pneumonia, difficulty breathing in severe cases. If you show these symptoms, you should talk to a doctor for medical advice. The other one I talk about is myths or scams that are out there about viruses. There are many scam products and myths about cures for diseases caused by viruses. One myth or scam is that garlic destroys viruses there's no evidence or truth to that as far as we know. Yeah, I know. That's a, <laughs> right. That's one, yeah. You should I've talk to a doctor and give advice about what to do about any virus infections. The doctor is who you refer to, not some online scam or somebody trying to to uh, cheat you uh, or some myth that's trying to cheat you out of your money. But um, I... What age, I group, what age group did you teach science for? What age group? I've taught all grade levels. I've taught from... Um, preschool, elementary, middle school, and high school. Uh, I, I've done um, middle school and high school science as well as elementary. And um, it, I, I have fun with it because we do a lot of hands-on, a lot of experiments, and a lot of, um, of experiments that support. And I also uh, like to tell the students that if you love to argue, be a scientist because that's what our scientists do. They argue all the time. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're doing right now. Let's let's Marta, let's come on into the conversation. Marta, just want to tell everybody a little bit about what you do, and then we'll just get back into this for a few minutes. Well, I write. I try yeah. and say stain, say stain, sane. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're um, all doing that. We're all trying that. Uh, trying to keep up to date, trying to find ways to cheer people and still keep them informed. Right. And I and I think that books are a great way to help children. Um, I agree. And they 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 help them. They help them, and to help them also feel connected to part of the solution. Yeah. 
in the family yeah. discussions. I think right. I think there's well, like there hasn't been time when people could actually sit home and just be talking to their kids, but now they are. So that's one reasons I thought, oh, this is a good idea for a show like this because there's they're all out there, parents, you know, and like you know with the audibles, which is a wonderful way. I know a lot of people have not liked audibles, but you haven't. Your book is an audible is. Um, that you just you have one of your books on Audible, I think, Marta too, don't you? You added. Your I book. actually have all, I yeah. have almost all of mine on Audible. Now, um, okay, several now, of right. them, right? Are, several of them are for little children, and several of them are for um, a little older, but still children. Yeah, and um, so I think that that's you know the Audibles, you know, Rich, um, we talked about that. I know before about this, all of us about the Audibles and Audibles you know, is really a good way. And there's a lot of p- books now that are on for free on Amazon and Audibles is giving, you know, free. And we have, all of us have free codes. So I'm sure, right? I mean, Marta, I have free yeah. ones. Marta, I know, Rich, you have yeah. some too, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you know, about yeah, books and that's a good thing. For listen- is for listening skills. Children need to develop their listening skills, even if they're not auditory learners. A, a right. visual student still needs to listen and learn to practice listening skills. When I would do um, audio books in my class, I would say to the students, okay, on your piece of paper, write down who, what happened, where, when, and why, and your opinion. And we're going to listen to a book, and you're going to write who the book's about, um, what happened, and why did it happen, and where and when, and what's your opinion? And it's interesting to see how some kids love the book and some don't, which is okay because I tell them right. yeah. there are books that I don't like, you know. So what? It just. But sometimes you even listen or read a book even if you don't like it. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's part of your learning so, process. Listening is something that very few people do today, anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, you know, right, and that that is true because, you know, I mean, I've learned really how to learn. I, I've learned how to listen much more than I ever did before because naturally because I've been doing shows for 10 years, so now I'm always listening, and I do get information that if I wasn't listening, I wouldn't get because sometimes everybody talks over each other, and I know, like I had a show a few weeks ago, and people said, what if we talk over? I said, you're not going to do that because I'm we're watching. You know, I'm paying attention, so they're not going to talk over so everybody can hear what everybody says, even when I have a lot of guests on a show because I think that is a thing that people don't do sometimes, listen. You know, they're waiting for you to finish so they could just talk, and they didn't even hear a word you said. So we're all familiar with that, you know. But I do think with an audible, I think it it there's something about an audible book that makes you feel it's a relaxing, and it's also for people like I know we've talked about this many times on our show, is that some people really don't like to read. They just don't, and this is really a good way for them to enjoy and spend time, you know, hearing stories. You know, I, I mean, I think we all agree on that, right? I mean, how does it really feel? I, I love Absolutely. Audible. Yeah, I, I really do, and I think more people will be liking them. I, how many of your books, Rich, are on Audibles? I mean, you have so many books, so they, they all can't be on Audible. 80 of my books, are, 85 of my books are on Audible. And wow. what's nice is I had a father send me an email. He said that his son, his um, 10-year-old son, hated to read. And unfortunately, when you force a child to read, they learn to hate it. But he said yeah. what he did was he played the audio book of uh, Johnny Appleseed and, um, and his life and the, and the uh, apple tree life cycle that I had posted. He said, my son all of a sudden wanted to read along with, so he wanted to buy the book and listen as he could read along with the, the auditory book. Yeah. And he said, then when he finished the book, he looked at his, he said, my son looked at me and he said, Dad, let's plant an apple tree in our backyard. And so he says, now yeah, I'm going to plant good. an apple right. tree in the backyard. Right. He actually because he actually listened. He listened. He was an auditory learner and he hated to read books because he loved to listen. He, he, he played musical instruments and he... Um, uh, was in in uh, band and he was in chorus and he loved to listen but he didn't like to read and schools need to recognize that that there are some students that you've got to provide audio books for them 
that they choose from after listening to a sample to and then they learn to enjoy it and and they learn to enjoy and have the fun of reading and the enjoyment of reading and learning by listening you know you have a very active there's an active group on the facebook that you know um I'm in a lot of groups that are not that active, and I think you're always there to welcome everybody. And so I think, uh, try to, can you tell everybody a little bit why you started the Facebook page and the name of the Facebook page so people can join? Um, there's so many children's writers out there, and it's an active group because you are actually always paying attention to new people coming in and what they do. And that's yeah, I had thing. to kick off one person that wasn't doing children's books and was – Putting information and postings that weren't appropriate for the for the uh, uh, books yeah. for children. Yeah. But yeah. There, there are two groups called Books for Children. Um, so mine is, is, has the same name, uh, which is fortunate. I mean, both of them are good. Um, but Books for Children is for adults and children and parents to find books that they can enjoy. And usually, I ask the people when they join. What's your favorite children's book? Yeah. Because that right. gives that gives information to parents that you know if, if these people are saying this is their favorite children's books, and if children if we can get the children to post what their favorite books are, um, then that that's valuable. That's 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 important for for children. The other one I um, is sometimes I, for children it's, it's having magazines and books that uh, are they're interested in. If they're into skateboarding or if they're into uh, if a, a student is into fashion design and, and fashions, there there's a book magazine called Sixteen that those things are are valuable and, and yeah. if students yeah. get into that, then that's you, you've turned them on to reading and the joy of reading and the fun of reading. Yeah, and, and also they can follow it. They can, can they can follow the um, Sixteen or any of the magazines. They all have websites too. So that's also that you know if they. You know, if you pick up a copy, let's just say, and they might not, they can maybe correspond, you know, look to both of them and see the pictures and, you know, the clothes and the styles and the things that, you know, kids at that age are looking for. So I think that's something also that, that gets kids on the Internet in a good way. Marty, you were going to say something? I'm sorry. I have to agree completely. That's what my husband did um, with his his three kids. One of them was in, interested in Car, uh, cars, so he got him car magazines. One of them yeah. was interested in music, and so he got him music stuff. Um, his daughter was interested in, in fashion and hair and stuff, and he got her those. And if they're in, interested in comic books, get them comic books or graphic novels. Oh, yes. um, don't force I, I... them to read a big book or something that you think is good right. for them. Yeah. Yeah. Rich, that's that, that's what Rich has always said, I, you know, and that I even from the first time he was on the show, that was one of the things we talked about, and that is really true. Don't force them, but there, you can find some interest other than just a book or a magazine you might like, but there's a magazine maybe for them, even a comic book, anything, you know, just I, to get I, them I, reading the words. As a kid, I didn't learn to read in school. Before I went to school, I learned to read from comic books. I saw a picture of a dinosaur, and there was the word dinosaur. And so I said to myself, yeah. oh, that's the word dinosaur. And so yeah. comic books for for many students, and all, a lot of comic books, uh, research is showing that kids learn better from a physical book than they do from an e-book or an online book. That, yeah. that there's an, some sort of interaction and connection when you have a physical book, my grandchildren, both my grandson and granddaughter, they don't want an e-book. They even, and they've stopped doing their iPads. Some schools have even stopped using iPads for learning. They're going back to physical books yeah. because for yeah. some reason, holding that book and turning that page and turning back and forth and interacting with that book, you learn more than you do simply with um, um, and than you do and with I, a, an e-book, an I electronic think that book. Audible's 
doesn't or I think Audible's and Amazon. I think if you get the Audible and the book on Amazon, I think uh, they lower the price for people. I think when they get both, I'm not sure, but I think they might. Yes, they do. Uh, yes, they do. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought they did. Right, and I think that you know, um, there's an audiobook woman dot com that. Um, I have my other audio books on giving com- some codes, and I didn't put my children's books on because at the time I did it, nobody really, they, they, there's just nobody looking. But now I think it might be different, that I think actually parents will start going with the audio books more than they did before because they have a lot of time. I mean, and I think all these companies like uh, Draft, the Draft 2 Digital, uh, digital was digital draft. I mean, those books there, and even Smashwords, and I think they're working with the libraries and some authors, myself included. I you can lower your price, and then they can offer them in libraries now. I think so because of what's happening now. There are so many things because libraries are closed. A lot of them. I think most. I don't know if most of them, but I know here they are in Chicago. But I think that people will start looking around for things that they never did before for their kids, you know. So I do think that if they start, if they're listening to the show today, these are some ideas because I really think they weren't interested that much in the audio books no matter how many times I talked about it on the show. But I do think now they will be looking for other avenues as they weren't even a month ago. Yeah, I have yeah. one audio book that I've sold 137 copies of, and wow. it's just it's growth growth mindset for kids, and and it, it's just the kind of book that is interactive that the parent or the student pauses and thinks about the answer for the question before they go to the next step before they continue. So it'll say, now pause and think about or discuss with somebody what you think. Um, um, causes somebody to be a, uh, um, a not have a growth mindset, and so you have these kinds of questions on an audible that you can stop and talk about and interact and think about, is, which is what you want the students to do when they're reading a book or or listening to a book is to interact with a book. See, I think see Elwin Autumn. She's not on today. I don't know. Maybe she's not feeling well. Or something. I'll find out later. But. Uh, she offers for authors lesson plans to put in their books. Uh, I have lesson plans for two of mine that are on Amazon that people like, uh, I think Snack Attack has one. And so I think, you know, that I w- that's why I w- she'll probably come on in another week or so. But she does make lesson plans for books because she was a teacher also, and she is really good at it. And I think I didn't have lesson plans and things or in the back of the book. So I think if people are starting to be an author or wanting to, because a lot of times people didn't have the time before, and now they do. So um, if you if you contact Ellen or if you contact me, I'll give you her number. Or but I think let's start talking for a few minutes about the fact that there's a lot of authors out there that always said, "Oh, I'm going to write a book." So. You have 187. So, I mean, I this is what I do. I wake up and I go like, okay, why am I not writing another children's book? And I there's no answer. I keep asking myself that because then I go back to writing my other books. But, you know, so when you get an idea now, you just do do it, right? Is that what you do? You just sit down and do it? Rich? Marta, what, what do you do? What do I do about what? If I have an idea, I just sit down and yeah, do it. Yeah, because we haven't written as many books as he has, naturally, Marta and I, both of us. So, I mean, and as a children's author, I, I say, like, oh, I think I'm going to do one, and then I don't. And I'm thinking, I mean, you wrote all these books. So when you get an idea, Rich, well, do you well, just I, sit I, down I and write it that day, or do you well, make I, a list? I, I talked for over 40 years, and what happens was during the time of teaching, you're so busy teaching that – I don't have. I didn't have time to write a book because you, right. you're you're always thinking about the lesson, lesson right. for tomorrow and what to do this week and next week, and you're always thinking about okay, what did I do wrong today or yesterday or last week, and what can I do better next time, and how can I improve? So you're always in, immersed into your teaching. When I retired, 
And my wife said, start writing books. My first answer was, I can't write. And she yeah. said, look, you, you've, been, you've been writing or, or telling stories, so why don't you just write them down? And so when I called my granddaughter and grandson and, and they asked for certain books, and then I started writing those. And then pretty soon it was like it snowballed. I, I have four or five books at any time in my head, and I'll start one and get halfway through it, and I'll start the other one and then come back, and I'll move back and forth between my books um, and I, I don't worry whether I finish them or not because I'm just having too much fun writing down the ideas and then re-editing and editing and, and sometimes when I come back to a book that I haven't looked in a few days I'll, I'll think about a different ending or a fresh approach or another way to yeah. do it or how to change it I've revised Marta, what about you? Marta? I do the same thing I do the same thing right now I, I have um seven right now um, either books or children's books out yeah um, See, I think that there's, I think that the people out there you know myself included you know I think that a lot of us are promoting online which I wanted you to talk also about that Marta, but you know promoting online and I'm thinking like I just should be writing now I mean because I'm ending up online right now and there's so much you know sickness and people aren't feeling well and they're depressed whatever and I'm I'm answering them and I'm thinking oh I need to write books rather than I can't do this all the time because it really isn't a good thing for people to do that all day long you know and now since I've had time I just you know I'm promoting the shows but then I'm also looking for people I haven't seen for a while to see if they're okay because I'm not seeing them out there you know so I think that it's a good thing that both of you are doing that, and, you know, and I and I need to do that more because I think, you know, the people out there that want to write, and it's not easy to write a children's book. So that's why there aren't, you know, a lot of people I know that wrote children's books, they're not doing it now. They stopped because they couldn't get published. They couldn't get published, but they can independently publish. And a person like Liet, who has this Magic Beans bookstore, there she has a site, and you can, you know, and it's online, and she will give help to people, you know, and ideas. So I think that there are a lot of parents talking to their kids now. So when they're talking to you, you're talking to your kids, and you go, oh, that might be an idea. Why don't they? They should just start writing what their kids are saying, like you're saying, Rich, like they got that idea and just actually they might be able to finish a book because they're home now. So when the kids are yeah. sleeping, then they can do this. Or, or better yet, have the child write the book, illustrate the book if possible, or have a friend yeah. illustrate the book. And then uh, the parents, you have to be 18 or older to submit to yeah. Amazon.com. Yeah. So just have the parents submit for the child. I, I've known some uh, children really? authors who have their parents submit for that, and it, that works wow. out great. I mean, and uh, the other one was uh, the uh, the guy who sent me the email about the uh, book that he and his son read. I said, you know, have your son write the review for my book instead of you. And he goes, oh, my gosh, I never thought of that, having my That's child write the yeah. review. Yeah, it's it is a good idea because other kids will read it, right? You know, that's the thing, you know. And, uh, Marta, do you want to talk for a few minutes about O&P and what you do? And um, a lot of there's not a lot of children's authors on, you know, you, as many as, you know, the regular novels that you do. But I think this would probably be a good idea if people are interested in writing books to have, you know, some PR done. Marta, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, um, on, on Owl and Pussycat Promotions, um, we post people's books with the links, with um, blurbs about them, with reviews, um, some reviews, and we will share it across multiple social media outlets so it gets the biggest reach possible. And then the people who are part of the group share it to their people. Right. There's a lot of sharing. They're really, and it's a lot so, of pages that they can get on that they've not been on before for very, very, very affordable prices. And you guys do the work. I mean, you don't just say it, you do it. Yes, we do. 
And it, it does require work, but I like helping authors. I like, I grew yeah. up, I started writing. I like to um, help authors. And when I started into this business, everybody shared everybody. And yeah. that's no longer being done so much. Well, I think, but, it, I think, you know, a lot of times it might be done, but I'm thinking Facebook doesn't always share. So I think that they share more when you start boosting your pages. So I think that is an issue for – it was so different, and I'm not sure what the reason is. But I do think a lot of people got tired of posting for other people, but it does help. So, you know, if they can just share some of them. It's a good idea. Right. You know, that's why, that's why, like, with Rich, I mean, all these people, I mean, we probably need to even share more of each other on there. You know, I myself could be on there. So, you know, I, I've offered people to come on the show a lot of times, but I don't know why they don't. I think maybe they're afraid. So, Rich, maybe we can get some of them to come on the show, you know, because I've offered it. And, you know, and I don't know that some of the posts that I offer for people to come on even get out there now. But I know when I started this, like 11 years ago when I was with um, Red River, I mean, you could see how many people shared. And even when it was Red River, she had a page, April, you know, that owned it. She had a page and all of, there was like 35, you know, hosts or something, but we all, and there were a lot of kids' books then, and people were sharing. So I think that stopped, you know, and um, I think those are the things that now people are home, so maybe it can help authors get out there. So, I, you know, I I think that might help, you know, if we all started sharing more to our friends and other friends. And I think also the one thing that is all it been the case for years, like a lot of times you think if you're on a page, I know a couple of people might not have been happy that I posted today's show on their sites because I'm in groups, but this is where mothers are that are and fathers that are reading to kids. So I know they don't like if it's a different genre, but I figured I would do it anyway. And I that's one of the problems. You think if you put it if you put like a let's let's say I'm having a show about children's books, I would put it on a page of a different kind of group of novels, maybe the parents would want to get interested enough to start looking for books for their kids. This is the time now. And you know. reading to them, because I remember growing yeah. up um, was a little child, when my mother was started working, um, the oldest child would read to the younger children. And it was passed oh, down, and it gave... It gave a love of reading, and it. I started personally, and my all my family did. read. There was nine of us. We started. We were reading by the time we were three or four years old, as a result of being, having been read to as children. See, I would bet a lot of us off, that are authors now were kids that read a lot. You know, and I think even if even if it was you know all the little series books, all the things that people used to read, even magazines, and you know my grandmother would be at our house a lot, and she we shared a room sometimes, so she would be reading magazines and books, and so then I would be doing the same thing. So I think right now people are home, and I think it's not too late to start doing that with your children to get involved, or even when they're older, to start talking to them and say, oh, what kind of books do you like? Maybe you'd like to listen to an audio book. Maybe you'd like, you know, because there is like Rich and all of us have just said, there are free books, and I have codes for children's books for free. And so does Rich and so do you, Marta. So I think that parents, and it's such a great experience, and uh, Audibles does not make you join Audibles. You, you can. You don't have to be a member of Audibles. You can just put the code in and listen to the book. Yep. So I mean, correct. This is a time you now. You should for have this. an Amazon. You should have an Amazon account. I think you have to yeah, have an Amazon right, account. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to belong to Audible. Right. Yeah, I had one one parent said I, I don't use credit cards, so I can't do Amazon. I said you can do Amazon. If you save up the cash and you buy a gift card 
and you use that to join Amazon, and they will accept you. And I think it's $50 gift card, but you just yeah. save up for that. And then you, can, you don't have to give them your credit card if you're concerned or don't have a credit card right, or don't right, want to use your credit right, card. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there are yeah. ways to join Or, or you can give someone a gift. If you want to give a gift of even $25 to somebody you know, which I've given gifts to, and then they can use it anywhere they want on Amazon or, you know, ACX and anything. So I think that, you know, now that people are home, I think they will be finding some of these things that they didn't really know about because the world is always going so fast, but right now everybody's home, you know. And I think uh, a lot of men, you know, are reading more than they did before. So I think this is good, and I think a lot of men like audiobooks. I know that, you know. You know, there's truck drivers that are out there on, you know, on the road now, and they're listening to books, on, you know, on Audible. I mean, they, I yeah. agree. Because Chicago shut down, you know, and, like, I live close to an expressway in the street, so I see trucks constantly when I don't see very much else now because we're pretty much, everybody's locked in. So uh, we can go out for groceries, things like that. But I see trucks on the expressway all the time. And so they're out there, and they do. I've had a lot of guys on that are truck drivers, and they do like audible books. So I think that's a good thing, the audio for them. So, I mean, everybody now is in a different – it's different than it was. Whatever happened two months ago is like, let's talk about that a little, how different it's going to be for people. I know that – that's what you were going to say, Marta, before about how the world is going to change, and it, it will. It has to. Um, yeah. The children are going to have to relearn how to be part of the social structure. Yeah. How to be a part of the family, and that they're they're not just addendums to be pampered. Because there isn't right. any other way it's so, going to work. Or not and, using electronics yep. as babysitters. Right, right. And um, they're going to have to learn to be a part of things. They're going to have to learn different ways of having fun. Um, things that, going back to some of the things that we all did as children. Yeah, basics. It's like back to the basics right now. Because it really is going to be a while, you know, till kids go back to school. A lot of them aren't going back to school. And and the other thing I heard today is that there's a very good chance that things like the malls are going to be a thing of the past. Well, it's also so, malls are fun a lot of times too, which would be sad if we don't have any shopping or anything like that. Because kids like that too, you know, they have ice cream that they walk around. You know, they look in the stores. You know, I, I, maybe not guys, but little, you know, young girls. I know they like that. Right. My son, not... with, our, with our grandchildren, he's having a board game night where they just take Monopoly or uh, the kids. My grandchildren love um, Sorry. They love the game Sorry. Yeah. And uh, those those board games can be fun and interactive and laughter and and a closeness for the family and a lot of good memories. Yeah. And, and people and are Skyping now. They're Skyping actually for some social. There's, they are Skyping for some social activities because, you know, sometimes it's good to have other, you know, activities to do with the children. And sometimes, you know, you can play games. I think people are doing that online with each other that are families that aren't in the same house. That's true. And you can also play a board game that way, but you can also do things like when my mother got disabled and she lived with me for 20 years and she was starting to have trouble reading, my sister and I took turns reading to her. Yep. And so and you for see the that, you see that a lot on TV, in, right? People do that to each other. You see that a lot of times in the hospitals, you know, they read to people. And I think, you know, once people get a little better and they feel better, you know, once we can do, I don't know, we can do some things with people that have been sick for a while, I think that's also a good thing to do is read to them because they can't read, you know, because they might, their respiratory might be, you know, 
it may not come back as fast as maybe that they won't be contagious anymore. I mean, there's a lot that we don't know what's going to happen right now. So I think that um, leaves a lot of this open for what things we might be able to do to help people later. Because it's gonna, it's gonna be something we're all gonna have to pull together to do. Because I, you know, and I'm, I live in the Chicagoland area, and I think people here are doing a great job. I mean, they're actually not going out. I mean, so I think, I don't know about what about you, by Rich. I know you're locked down too. I think, Rich, aren't you? You got yeah, it. we're locked down. Um, thank goodness our local grocery store um, tonight. I'm going to be picking up groceries. They're going to—I yeah. just open up the trunk. They'll walk out and load it in the car, and then we drive yeah. home. So yes, thank goodness for that. Yeah, Marta, what about you? Are you on lockdown? Um, Not yet. Well, no, we really, as of I guess noon today, um, they had already locked down restaurants and all of, bars and all of that. Yeah. Um, but now they're locking down even more. Yeah. As of noon today, they're locking down recreational pot shops and, and yeah. anywhere where people can can congregate or wait in line for long periods of time. Yeah. Um. So, you know, thing things like working out with your neighbors, you can do that via Skype or the telephone. Yeah. For periods of time where you have, say, thirty minutes or an hour, where you take the kids outside and play with them and your neighbors take another hour or something at a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Those those yeah, people are teaching their kids how to out. learn how to ride a bike. They're doing a lot of things now that they, you know, haven't had time to do because everybody's working a lot. You know, so I think people are spending more time and you know, the the kids are not at nursery school either. So, you know, and they're not at daycare. So, I mean, these are, you know, this is the new way and that it's been for years. So I think this is a lot for parents to, you know, get used to. I mean, the kids are probably getting used to it more than the parents are, you know, as far as, you know what somebody had said, and I think that's true, to make a, a schedule for the kids because they're so used to being on a schedule at school. Rich, what do you think about that? I mean, I saw that and I thought, well, that's not a bad thing. I mean, not a real heavy schedule, but just something so they have an idea that maybe they read or they exercise or they dance during different times of the day. We have to come back in about two weeks. Okay. You have to take Hello? 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 Yeah, oh. I think we got just a yeah. for a second. Oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I was saying that, you know, would, would a schedule be something that's good? I think it is. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I think we might have gotten disconnected. I, something could happen. Well, I, hopefully. I also hopefully. think that one, another good thing would be, would be to take the older children and teach them how to sew. Um, and, and yeah, I bet a lot of kids don't know how to do that. I'm not a very, I never could sew very good. They tried to teach me when I was young, but that did not work out. <laughs> they they could um, learn how to sew face masks. Yeah, well, oh, and face donate them. Yeah. But the, they have to the be hospital. sterile. So, you know, see, that's the whole thing, though. You know, a lot of these things, you know, which we could probably talk about in another show, is that they have to be sterile. Mm-hmm. So we can't do things that we'd like to do to help, but I don't know that we can do those things. You know what I mean? Because they have to be sterile. Um, well, that's, they, that's, they, what they're doing in a lot of cases are making covers for this actual face mask. Oh, Oh yeah, I saw that. I, yeah, something on top so of that. So that the right. covers can be, so that the actual face mask can be reused yeah. over the ventilator, and the covers yeah, can be yeah. just washed. Well, hopefully we don't machine. have to do that. Hopefully we don't have to do that because that's not the best. The best is to not have to do that. So I'm hoping that things change that we don't have to do that. You know, I'm hoping and, so too. Um, no, yeah, I'm hoping about those. We're all hoping those things, you know, and that's why, you know, anybody that's out here, um, 
if they're interested in a different type of show or wanting to talk about a certain subject, I'm open to it now because I think there are people listening that, you know, have different concerns. So I, I think next week will probably be a little bit about that and maybe some of the shows that I do in the past. We've never really discussed some of these things. We do always discuss about writing and books and whatever, which is great, but I think right now there's so many things on people's minds that um, it might be good to open up the show to do some of those things, you know. Um, and uh, do you see, Rich, do you see more people looking at your book now than you did before about uh, the virus? Uh, yeah, I've seen, a, I've seen a spike in my books because of this, in spite of the number of books being sold. And it's on Amazon. Is it on any? Are you on Amazon KDP or are you on Amazon or just Amazon and then at other sites? I, I use Amazon KDP and yeah. uh, ACX for my audio books. Yeah. See, I think, you know, I, you know, I may take my books off, my children's books off, because I think we're offering, you know, some of the sites are like Smashwords are offering free books right now for people, and KDP only has five days out of the four months. So I think that unless they um, – lower the price. I think I'm just going to go with everything else like Smashwords and Draft2Digital so people can get them free because, you know, right now is the time that people really are short of money. So uh, Amazon, maybe they will be lowering some of the prices. But you can't give a free day on Amazon unless it's the five days. And that, No, you can, give, yeah. you can give shorter periods. No, but you can't. But you can't give them after the five days. There's no more in the four months that you're on, or three months. Yeah, you have to wait ninety days. You have to wait to give. Right, but you. But but like if you're not if you're on regular Amazon, just regular, then you can put your books on Smashwords, so Barnes and Noble can have it, Kobo, and all these other places can have it, and then you can make it free with like Smashwords, and they're, they're trying to work with libraries, and so is the digital. They're doing that too. So, you know, offering things at less of a price because people really, you know, have to save their money these days. So for kids, they're offering it, but Amazon hasn't done that yet, you know, making it less money. Yeah, I wish they would let us and allow us to do that for a longer period, indefinite period. There are some of my well, books that right. I would love to be free. Well, then you know maybe what you could do is t- when you when you're ready to let your book if if it expires after the four months, then you can or three I, I think it's four months and then you could go on Smashwords and then you can give it free. You know, and I think people didn't really there's a lot of people on Smashwords, but a lot of people don't know what Smashwords is. Smashwords is all ebooks, and um. So, you know, that's another thing. The kids can't hold the books, but they can get them free. You know, and the libraries um, put your books in the, you know, you're in the library, so then if kids go onto library sites, they can see it, and then teachers can see it, and then you can give it in Kobo and all those places. You can arrange to give it less money, but Amazon right now doesn't have a program for that. You know, it's only those few days. So I guess, you know, things will be changing as we speak. They're probably changing, you know, where you can help parents, you know, pass the time and they can have free books. So that would be a good thing for a while. You know, uh, Smashwords isn't saying it's going to last forever, but it's right now. You know, you can do that, you know, to sh- to uh, and, you know, to help parents right now and libraries. Because I do think people, I, they, I think they can go into libraries, right, and... Um, Download the books, Rich. Is that what they do? Yes, they can. They can yeah, sort of yeah. library books for a period of time. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good thing. So I think if anybody needs any information, or if you want to write a book and you have, because you, you have some time now, I'm available. Just email me, and I can tell you different places that you can go that I've gone. Uh, but you really have to be aware of where you go now. So don't. Go to people that are charging you a ton of money because you this is not a good thing. So you have to ask somebody where they go and, you know, for book covers, for things like that, or if you want to do 
a lot of children's books are done, you know, with graphic art and you can go to different places and a lot of it's free. Or you can give like maybe, I think it's like $25 sometimes and use all the things you want on Canva. Canva is another site. I think people can go on. So I think there there are ways. So if you don't know them, feel free. You can always ask me, and I'll give you, you know, some advice on how to do that. So I think, um, Rich, you want to tell everybody where they can find your books and um, any last words you might have? Yeah, the easiest way to find my books is um, Amazon.com uh, forward slash author, A-U-T-H-O-R, forward slash Rich Linville, no spaces. And, and that's you'll see all of my books listed there. Okay, and, and okay, Marta? Um, you can find me at Amazon.com, um, almost. And if you're looking in Audible, iTunes for Audible books, um, right? You can find the and also, you know, I have yours and I have Rich. I Rich, I have your Amazon page and I have Marta's. Um, uh, I have your website. And uh, my website, it's all on the page for Michigan Avenue Media. And um, you can always find people that have been on the show before because, you know, I think all of you know this, both of you know this for sure, that the shows are on iTunes. And you can just go on iTunes and my shows are on for, I don't even, I don't know, I've been doing this for eight years. I think they have hundreds and hundreds of shows. So I think um, you can pretty much, and it'll tell you if it's a children's show or not. And Marta, uh, we didn't talk about you have a show also. So you want to talk just before we leave? And Rich is going to be on my show this summer. I hope he does oh, great. Forget. I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's Chase, called Chasing Entertainment. It's on the Books and Entertainment Network. And it covers... Everything from authors to every other form of entertainment. In fact, I'm trying to talk my husband into being on the show and doing a motorhead show for all of those car racing people. Oh, yeah. That's a biggie. And people like that. That definite. That is a big thing. For all those people who cannot go out and car race right now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Boy, there's so many things that people can't do right now, you know. I mean, that's the whole thing. There's so many things that, you know, and that's why, you know, we're here for you here. And, I, you know, uh, when you said books and entertainment, books and entertainment was Red River. So everybody knows that. And they have done shows longer than me because I was on Red River. So um, it's probably 12 or 13 years old. So it's not a new books and entertainment isn't new. It's the people from Red River, they just changed the name, you know, and so that's um, a good thing for people to know because that's been out, that's one of the first, I mean, Red River. So I think I would like to uh, let everybody know that I'm hoping everybody stays safe and well and um, we're here for you here, so just, you know, feel free to ask any questions you want if you want to write a children's book or know where you can. There's also another site called magicblock.com, and parents can go in there for a membership. It's not very expensive, and then they can have books the whole year to listen to and um, e-book, and they also have the audio version. So is there anything else that you want to – are there any other sites that you know, Marta, or – uh, Rich, that you might want to recommend to people for kids? I, I think we've done pretty much. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's a site called Story Star that you can go on um, and read for free stories that authors are posting up there. It's called Story. What is it? Story? Story Star. Oh, okay. Dot com? Oh, all right. That's good. Yeah, and you can actually post stories yourself if you want. Oh, all right. Because if people, what about poetry? Because a lot of people, you write poetry, I know that. And Yeah, you can post stories or poetry. There's different categories. Oh, that's good. 
storystar.com. Um, I have a couple of stories up there, but oh, you good. can go, you can log in, you can publish a story, you can read stories, there's contests, um, and you you can read all kinds of children's stories or adult stories or preteen stories or, yeah, whatever you'd like to read. Rich, any last um, places where people can I'm, go? I'm, I've received awards on um, readersfavorite.com. They do extensive reviews of the book. I mean, in detail. Of oh, what is it? Readers. What is that? Say? Readers. Readersfavorite.com. Oh, all right. And also, and you know, and and they have contests. Is that also too, or just? The- they have contests, but I've received. Uh, uh, Reviews. Awards. Oh, that's a good. Eleven thing. of my books on readers' favorite, which is the five star award. Oh, that's they, good. That they give to authors, which is oh, that's a great thing. They, they I didn't know that. I never. Heard, I don't know that one. I'll go. I'll check they, that they out. A, they give you a star sticker to put on the cover of your book. Wow. Uh, you can either purchase them individually, or purchase them as a packet, or you can have them as a um, for your audio book, I mean for your ebook and your paperback, you can put them on the ebook and paperback. So when they're published, the star, oh. the five readers' favorite five star award will be shown on the ebook and on the paperback. Oh, that's a great idea. That's good. I'm gonna. Did you know that, Mart? I don't know that site. I never heard of that. That's good. I'll be going I haven't on that heard one. of that either. What site is that yeah. again? It's called Readers. Readers. Um, Favorite.com. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. And also and Magic and Beans no and Magic Beans the Bookstore. So if they forgot about that, because that's you know, and that's on also. That's also you can, uh, Liette. She has been on the show, so I think it's on my other shows too. And I'll put it. It's a. I'll put it out again, because uh, that's a big help for indie authors, especially. You know, and I think I think there you know there are a lot of avenues open now for authors to start writing books um, because this is they they have time now to write them. So I you know, and the clip art really does look pretty good on these books because I've I've had a book that I had clip art and it was fine. Not one person said what well, you can't tell a lot of times. It's re- they're really good some pictures. So. Um, you can get things done for a limited amount of money, and then you can have it promoted with some help, you know, like Marta was saying, and, for, and it really isn't expensive because, you know, that is urgent right now that people, you know, definitely want places that they can afford to do. They don't need to spend extra money on things, but and they can do it for really inexpensive prices. And Amazon also helps people. If they want to, you know, so just write these books, you know, because kids need new ideas, new books. That'll never change, no matter what. Over the years, no matter what people have gone through, and we're all going to be going through a lot now, but the kids need to read. So I think that's like number one. That would really help them. Oh, when they go back to school, it'll really be a help. Yeah going to be it's going to be a big help to kids that maybe they don't think so now but it will be rich you know this as well as i do kids will yeah, I, be I like happy at the end that, of the day that they did this yeah maybe I not like at first that, maybe not at first that books uh open up your mind to new worlds yeah and it's great for time travel i tell the kids if you want to do time travel read a, a book uh, that'll take you into the future or into the past or to another yep. part of the world today. Oh, absolutely. I think it's uh, right now for sure. Right now what we're all going through, you know, there's going to be a lot of books about this. So, I, you know, we're right now in history. So we're in a part of time that, you know, we'd rather not be, but we are. And But this will be a huge part of history, what happened now, because this is not, nothing like this has ever happened. So I think, you know, right now the best is we like share each other, share each other's work, try to help each other, and I think we'll all be a lot better off when we come out of this. 
like Mara oh, said, the way, the it's going to be different. Yeah, and, go ahead. Owl and Pussycat pricing starts at $5 a month. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to say that because that is really such a help for authors. Mm-hmm. It's best of $5 for $10 and up. And honestly, my you know, because people, they think they see my work all the time. They're going like, oh, my God. And I'm thinking like, yeah. And I keep telling people because it's really worth it. Because if you really want to write, you guys really promote. So I think that this is a good thing. It's, and it's really, it's you know, now they're not going to Starbucks to get coffee. So now, here you go. That $5 can go into your own promotion. Well, that's um, one package. That's where it starts. The prices go up to uh, $30 a month. A month. Yes, but, right. And, and that's still really good pricing for oh, all absolutely. that you guys do. You can, yeah, you I can mean, get it just is. The so, okay, if anybody needs any help, perfect. feel free. And I think we'll end the show now, but I think I will be having some more shows, you know, for children's, you know, for parents to, um, they may not have listened right now, but it's on demand. All our shows are on demand. Marta, your shows are on demand too. So if they miss the <laughs> show, they can catch it at another time, always on iTunes or on my page also, and you have your pages, so we all have our, you know, Blog Talk Radio keeps all our shows. And there's a lot of them. Thank you. And there are also, right. by the way, on iTunes. All yep. right, thank you, Marcia, very much. All right, Rich thank you so much. Stay well. Rich, thank, thank you again. You. Stay well. Thank you again. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.